We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. They got Prisco. They got mm-hmm. Costas. They got Brinson. Mm-hmm. They got JLC. Oof. I don't know who else. How do they get a word in? Yeah, he does speak a lot at JLC. Yeah. Will, good morning. Thanks for joining us. How are you? <laughs> What's up, guys? Yeah, there's um, there's just four airbags battling for time on our podcast. <laughs> Seriously, four, one, two of them are two of them are short. All all of them are short. We got four short airbags, two really fake tan ones. You know, I think that Prisco's lightened up a little bit over the last couple of years. I really, oh, every, yeah, no, Prisco, Pete's funny. Yeah, Pete's real funny. He um, I've I've always been surprised ever since I started like hanging out with Pete. In person, and how funny he is! Yes, Paul Patel and pancakes. We do that. <laughs> uh, Give me my pancakes. <laughs> yeah. Is that is pancakes that Nick Costos behind you right now? Is that who that is? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Nick. Yes. <laughs> All right, Nick. We will watch Paul Patel. <laughs> We're recording a live, the live version of the Pick Six podcast. <laughs> um, no, no, no! But you know what? Actually, the um, yeah, the show the show's fun. We had a good uh, we had a good MVP discussion on uh, on the show that just got posted about two hours ago, and um, an interesting Tom Brady conspiracy debate. So you should, mm. people should check that out. Oh, mm. who are who are the the picks to be MVP? Well, Pete Pete has an actual vote, and he says he would go Tom Brady right now, but he's it's up in the air and. Jason, this is where I think it's interesting because, again, Pete has the actual vote. Jason tried to convince him that Antonio Brown should be the MVP. And Pete's like, Pete, Pete's pretty much not having it. And I wonder how many actual MVP voters, and you can go find the list, it's, it's an old school football dude for the most part, how many of them would actually be unwilling to vote for Antonio Brown? Because he's a wide receiver, you know, depending on the quarterback. I think Antonio Brown's great, but I, I, just, I don't know if he will get the votes necessary unless he goes for like 2,000 yards. The guy I'm propping up, you know who it is, my boy Phillip Rivers. Yeah. yeah. Phillip Rivers, they're, they're, I mean, they're 7-6, and six, going into Kansas City, got a shot to, you know, if he has a huge game in Kansas City and the Chargers set themselves up to beat the Jets and the Raiders to win the division, to make the playoffs, to be the, maybe even as high as the three seed. And they finished ten and six, and he has a, you know, a four thousand, five thousand yard passing season and thirty plus touchdowns and just like ten interceptions. I, I think it's a pretty good case, especially if Brady and the Patriots stumble and maybe finish it with a three, you know, finish with a, the, the two seed or, or you know, don't play well down the stretch. I, I just think Rivers has flown under the radar. Well, he has twenty three touchdowns, seven uh, interceptions on the season, right at thirty six hundred. Uh, passing yards, but I like the Antonio Brown pick. I mean, this guy brings it each and every week. We talk about the elite receivers, and he is the elite of the elite. You know he's going to get the rock, and no one can seem to shut him down. So I don't think that's far-fetched to have him in that conversation. No, I don't think it is either. And um, we did a, we do a ballot every week at CBS Sports.com, and um, I had Brady one, 
right now. Rivers two, and then Brown three. And I think and, and Brown ended up finishing with the group totals. I believe he was tied for tied two with Carson Wentz and Russell Wilson. Um, you know, people it's sort of a snapshot. So like we know we know Wentz won't win, but you know, he played so well. You kind of you, know, you got to keep him on the ballot for 14 weeks. Um, and the same with Russell. Like Russell, if the Seahawks don't make the playoffs, he won't win. Mm-hmm. But you know he's been up there. Um, I think the thing with Brown that's interesting is just so like a kicker has won an MVP, right? You know the strike certain season. The the I can't, his name's escaping me because all I can think of is Paul Patrol. But um, the, the, the I think it's the eighty the, um, the the kicker for the Redskins in the strike certain season. But a wide receiver's never won an MVP. Jerry Rice didn't win it in '87 mm-hmm. when when um, when the Elway got the AP MVP and then Rice got the PFWA MVP. So I mean, like uh, like Jerry Rice was the greatest receiver of all time and was the most valuable player in the league for multiple years, and he never won it. So I wonder if the guys who were probably in charge of voting around that time will be willing to vote for Antonio Brown. I think that if you know if the Chargers stumble and the Patriots stumble and the Seahawks miss the playoffs, then Brown's going to win it because there's just not another viable candidate right now. But I think it, I think it boils down to me to Rivers, uh, Brady, and, and Brown. No, was it Mark Mosley? The kicker for the Redskins. Mark Mosley. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Gio and Jones and Will Brinson on CBS Sports Radio. Carson Wentz could have been the MVP, but we know that's not going to happen now. Are you a Foles believer? I believe he exists as a human. <laughs> <laughs> like he's he's alive and he's on the depth chart. He, he um he'd be wakes up in the morning and his kids ask him for Paw Patrol and pancakes, <laughs> like, like, like every other normal guy. Um. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I believe in I believe in the Eagles. I don't know if I believe in Nick Foles. I think um, I think the things you worry about if you're debating Nick Foles are what happens in a situation where the Eagles get down. Right? We saw we've seen them. You know, we saw. I mean, but you know what happened when Carson Wentz got down? You know, I mean, it's, it's hard to you know, like against the Seahawks in Seattle. They, you know, struggle to come back. I, I think. I think the Eagles can win because they have a, a good offensive line and two physical running backs in J.H.I. and LeGarrette Blunt, and, and the best defensive line in football. It's the deepest defensive line in football, too. They can rush the passer from the edge. They rush the passer from the interior. Timmy Jernigan, Fletcher Cox, disruptive guy. So I, I think that with all that pass rush and with all that running game, that Nick Foles can be successful if they do the things that they were doing before and – just all he has to do is manage the game and make a couple of throws per game. He doesn't have to be a superhero. I mean, Carson Wentz, you know, played really well, and the Eagles were, but the Eagles were dominating people. Like a lot of the times, Wentz didn't have to make some, you know, late game heroics or or, or situation like that because they were putting up so many points and stopping so many people. So if they can play half the defense they're playing now and play half the run game that they've, they've been doing now. Then yeah, I think I think Foles can help them capture the number one seed. I mean, they, they really need to just go two and one, I think, um, get the one seed, and then all of a sudden you're in a position where if you win two playoff games and one of them might be against Case Keenum or or Jared Goff, you know, young quarterbacks not used to the pressure of, of playing in playoff games against good defenses or against the Carolina Panthers who don't have a great offensive line. I mean, yeah, yeah, they could they could they could absolutely you know pull it off where they 
make a run. I, I think at some point the Foles is going to catch up to him. Well, you, you made one salient point that I agree with in the fact that uh, Carson Wentz, when he was on the center, it wasn't like we were sitting there talking about Carson Wentz bringing the Eagles back in, in the fourth quarter with two minutes left on the clock or seconds left on the clock because they've been blasting uh, most of their opponents. Uh, now, Nick Foles, the other day when he was thrust into action, uh, they were behind, and uh, he came in and helped lead them to a victory. So I, I think he will be play much better than uh, people are are envisioning him uh, performing here uh, these last three ball games. We'll see how uh, that plays out. Now, I want to go back to the, the Seahawks and, and that mess there at Jacksonville. And, of course, I saw where Pete Prisco and he and Mike Freeman, they always go back and forth uh, about Russell Wilson. And, and well, Russell had, a, what, three interceptions in that ball game, still gave his team a chance to win there late versus the Jags. Are you surprised that there were no suspensions handed out, or you think the NFL handled it, handled it correctly? No, I was surprised. I thought that I thought you would definitely see. Well, I mean, I guess technically, when you look at what you know, Michael Bennett did at the end of the game, it wasn't you know what the Seahawks did. It was, it was sort of a it was technically a football play, although I think you know a lot of football players will tell you they don't appreciate having their knees unnecessarily uh, nearly taken out on a on a you know on a on a play where you're look. I mean, there's a gentleman's agreement. We're taking the victory formation. You know, we're taking a knee. Let's not let's not dive at anybody. And and I, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of it. I mean, I don't know about you, Brian, but I I, I mean, or, or even you, Greg. But I mean, I'm not, I don't. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want to be snapping the ball and and, and having somebody come at my knees in in, in the full Shiano style. So uh, I would be. I would be. I'm opposed to it. And I think that um, I was surprised that Quentin Jefferson didn't get a, didn't get some kind of suspension too because he almost went in the stand. I mean, he was trying to climb up the stands before he got restrained. And watching it live, it felt exactly like how I felt when I was watching the Malice at the Palace live. You know, you're like, oh, my God, this is going to end so, so badly. And I can't stand those people. They definitely deserve to get – somebody definitely deserved to get punched for throwing a, a, a beer and a – Sandwich or a beer and a liquor drink onto the, onto the, onto some players on the field, uh, especially when like you're winning, right? Like like you won. Like what, what are you throwing? What are you throwing stuff at the guy for? And uh, yeah, it's poor behavior by by Jacksonville by Duval. But you know, you, if you've met Pete Prisco, you're not surprised by anybody who behaves like that from Jacksonville. Geo <laughs> <laughs> Jones, Will Brinson across the country on CBS Sports Radio. What do you make of the Steelers and Patriots getting together? On Sunday, how do you think that game's going to play out, and who do you think the better team is right now? Okay, so first, I'm going right, to. I think that the Steelers are playing like a better team as of, you know, today, the, whatever the December 13th, 2017, the year of our Lord, right? I mean, like the Patriots stunk on Monday night; uh, they they got blasted by the Dolphins. The Steelers are, you know, pulled off two miraculous wins with late game kicks from Chris Boswell, you know, against division rivals. But I think the key thing for me for Pittsburgh is that as well as their offense is playing, that their defense without Ryan Chazier looks completely different. I mean, it just doesn't look like the same defense and they don't look like a team that's going to lock down an offense. Now, having said that, if the Patriots play like they did on offense, it won't matter. They'll be able to stop them. I think uh, I think New England. I like New England bouncing back against in a game where they know that everything is on the line. Um, sort of a playoff 
style situation, coming off an embarrassing loss. I think the Patriots are like six and zero against the spread uh, in the last like two or three years after a loss. They, I mean, they, they, you saw Bill Belichick. They get angry and they kill people. I will say this is the one thing, and this is a conspiracy theory on Brady that I was talking about. That if you go back and look at Tom Brady's season, he had that bad game against the Chiefs in Week One. And then from week two to week 11, he went on an unholy tear. I mean, like 22 touchdowns, two picks, completing 71% of his passes, averaging over 300 yards per game, just destroying everything in his path. That's why, he was, that's why he's the number one MVP candidate. But then if you look at week 12 and week 13 and week 14, and it's interesting because this is when he showed up on the injury report with an Achilles injury. Week 12, 13, and 14, he has – He's averaging just 239 passing yards per game and ha- completing 63% of his passes. He's thrown five touchdowns and four interceptions. That is a drastically different quarterback on a per-game basis and an efficiency basis than the guy from weeks two, through week- weeks two through week 11. And I wonder how much that Achilles injury, the Patriots have been reporting it, but I wonder how much it's affecting him, not, as a, not even as a 40-year-old, but as a – whether you're 20, 30, 40, whatever you are, if you've got the Achilles injury and you're a quarterback, it's it's changing the way – if it's your left foot, it's changing the way you're landing and you're planting and you're driving. And if it's changing, if it's your right foot, it's changing the way you're pushing off and getting power and drive down the field. So I, I almost wonder just a little bit that's not affecting him more than we think just based on the timing of it as compared to the stats. Have you and your podcast partners debated whether or not Aaron Rodgers should return to the field if he's cleared uh, 100% with that injury? Well, um, not entirely de- debated, but I think we just all assume that he's going to be back. I mean, like, I, and that is what's happening, right? Like, it was weird. He's, he said, I'm medically cleared to return on Instagram last night. But there, I don't think there's been an announcement from the Packers that he's playing. I would assume he's going to play against the Panthers. Um you know, I think you have to do it because you're in the hunt. You, you wonder why they put him on IR. I guess this is why they put him on IR in the first place, to prevent themselves from, from bringing him back too soon. Uh, win three straight games and you're in. I, I would be worried, though, that Aaron Rodgers will come back against the Panthers first and then the Vikings second and potentially re-injure his arm because those teams have big, strong defensive linemen. They're deep. Uh, yeah, they rush the passer well. And you don't want him taking an unnecessary hit because it, you know, if he if he hurt his collarbone again, it's only eighty percent healed right now. I mean, it's, it's somewhere between eighty and a hundred. It's not a hundred, obviously. And and you, you just wonder about the long term ramifications. But given the short window of, of you know, given the given the number of times you get a chance to win a Super Bowl, and given that the NFC is wide open, and Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, if they made the playoffs, would be probably one of the few favorites in there, even even if they have to play an extra game. Their defense stinks, I, I, Will. Though I mean, come on. That defense, especially yeah, like, now, they, they just hemorrhage yards. Yeah, but the, it's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, like, I mean, do you want? I mean, like, do you want to bet against Aaron Rodgers in the, in the playoffs? I uh, no, but I mean, I of course, but that only goes so far. I mean, if he was that good, he'd win the Super Bowl every year. I mean, that team has been flawed year in and year out. And that the one year in 2010, they got it done. They had a lot of injuries. They overcame that, but it, it, they haven't even been back since. So it's not as if Aaron Rodgers comes back and then all their problems are cured. I will say that their running game that they have this year now with Jamal Williams, how consistently that's been, I mean, that's a positive. But, I mean, that defense, you saw what the the, the Browns did to him. 
And Josh Gordon yeah. hasn't played since like 98th. And Deshaun Kaiser's <laughs> throwing the ball down the field like he's a, a pro bowler. Yeah, and they, I mean, they got so lucky to win that game. It's so stupid. It really um, is. You, I know. If you had him in a pick pool at like plus three and a half, you're pretty mad too. <laughs> um, same, same with the Colts, plus three and a half. Two oh. overtime games at one o'clock. Who, yeah, who with the that coming? Oh, man. Seriously, um, especially with that no. two-point conversion that got called back too. Oh my god, ridiculous! They had a late flag like that was. I think that Raf had the, the Bills in this trick pool. Um, the, uh, <laughs> but, uh, I probably can't say that, can I? No, you can. Uh, no, it's I mean, okay. The, 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 yeah, the defense is a problem, no doubt. I mean, I think the, the 2010 team too is kind of interesting when you think about it. It's a lot like the 2009 Saints team. Not necessarily a great defense, but they just created a bunch of turnovers and and and, and made plays and, and got hot down the stretch. And they were a wild card team too. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I I get it. I you know, it doesn't guarantee you you're going to make a run, but if you get Aaron Rodgers back and he can play like Aaron Rodgers, he, he can play for six games. You can you know you can win those six games, and so I think it's or I guess seven games. And I think it, I think it's I think it's worth the gamble, but yeah, there are some potential long term ramifications that you're running up against. Uh, it, you know, if he takes a huge shot in the pocket. The Pick Six Podcast. A new one went up a couple hours of go, uh, ago. Excuse me. Go to iTunes and check it out. You got Brinson, you got Prisco, you got Costos, you got a bunch of great guys in there doing the podcast. JLC. Will, thanks for the time. As always, we appreciate it. And uh, maybe I'll see you at the Super Bowl. All right. All right, guys. Thanks as always. Enjoy right. those pancakes. Yeah, that's right. Get, get <laughs> yeah, back to your kids, the, will you? Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Irresponsible for crying out loud doing interviews with us. Get to the damn needy kid. That's <laughs> what, <you, laughs> what you should be doing. That's what we're going to be telling you. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, okay. We are coming right back. It's Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. What was that show that Brinson's kid was asking for? Puppy Paws or something? You know Paw that one? Paw, Paw Patrol? I know Paw Patrol. I know Puppy Dog Pals, which is also a, that's okay. a new show. Yep. I'm going to have to get ready for that. All that you got a little children's time. television. Or I should just put on movies like Casino all day long in front of the kids. Stepping back. <laughs> get a kid some diversity, uh, man. Uncle Brian. Right. <laughs> is, is Uncle Abdul in heaven now? I'm here for my 115 appointment. <laughs> no, he was a heathen. Can we go this to the step show? <laughs> no. I'm sorry. I know you're sorry. <laughs> no, honey. That happened in the 90s. It was a horrible time. <laughs> I want that copy of Stepping Back back. You can have it back. Don't bring it in, man. (laughs) I'm going to autograph it for you. Please do. There's a guy who's a corrections officer who I went to high school with. His boss wants a Geo and Jones signed picture. But we can't get, we don't have those (laughs) pictures. Yeah, our buddy in the FBI wants one too. What is it about us and law enforcement? Not sure. (laughs) So... I don't know what to do. I feel terrible. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe we could, like, our last rundown, we could print them out a copy and personalize it and sign it for them. That's the best I could think of on the last day. And I wish I could put it in a frame. Maybe I could put it in a frame for them. Yeah, I don't know. I, I got to do something. I, I, I reached out to PR a, a year ago. I know. 
can we just get a damn pic? We took all those pictures when we started the show. Remember how long we were over there taking pictures? I know. Pictures galore, and you can't get PR to send you a damn picture. Well, I can get digital versions. I got a digital version for something else, but I but the actual yeah, ones that they well, they, print. Want, they want us to sign it, right? So you printed it like a drugstore, like CVS in those places. <laughs> yeah, no, no, he's, he's right. I know you're laughing, yeah. but he's you right. Go do that. I guess you could do, but print out a couple, but the, like staples, something. Yeah, you could do it. I mean, it'd be a pain, but you could. do okay, it. Okay, can you do it then? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> you should ask Pete. He's usually helpful. No, I can do I'll it. Pass. It's not a problem. <laughs> yeah, right, Pete. How many copies would you like? A thousand, two thousand, no. two, two, man. Two. two people asked for it. I thought it would be in the thousands. No, just two. Yeah, I can make. I can. Print but it's two. in like a Dropbox. Full, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I don't get. All I that like Dropbox. the signing of the rundown. I think that's kind of cool. I would like that. Yeah. Well, you Brian rolled his eyes at that. I don't know why. They want a picture. They asked for a picture. Let's get them a picture. Well, that's obviously very difficult. Clearly, Mikey B, you got this. No, don't make him do it. It's gonna sounds like hell. Why is it hell? It's how he said it was sounded very hard. It I don't mind p- doing it. I'd love to help. That's I can print lie. it out on my printer at home. I think. Let's figure it out. <laughs> I know your wife's that, good with printers. It, oh, don't you start. <laughs> Brian's uh, illustrious partner. Don't you start. Don't you, you called Brian several times during a day to try to figure out how to work the printer. <laughs> where, to, where to put the paper. <laughs> yeah, it didn't, didn't work out well for her, apparently. Alimony. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she's down there. Uh, all right. Uh, Bogus, you got an update for us? I do. Baseball's winter (laughs) meetings are winding down in Orlando, but plenty more intrigue remains. Free agent outfielder J.D. Martinez was to start meeting with teams last night. The Red Sox among those on his schedule. The Orioles are open to Manny Machado's desire to move back to shortstop if they don't trade him. The Phillies, Yankees, White Sox reportedly among those to check in with Baltimore. Mets GM Sandy Alderson says he's inclined to keep pitcher Matt Harvey because new manager Mickey Calloway and pitching coach Dave Island want him, but Alderson added that no one on his roster is untouchable and reports earlier this week said he was shopping Harvey for relief help. And Angels GM Billy Epler had to answer questions last night about Shohei Otani's right elbow. Yahoo Sports obtained the report from a physical two weeks ago done in Japan. It says Otani has a mild sprain to the UCL in his throwing elbow, but preventative care should keep him healthy. SI says... That includes a recent plasma-rich platelet injection. Epler told Yahoo team doctors saw nothing abnormal when they scanned Otani's elbow and shoulder. Aaron Rodgers declared last night on social media he has medical clearance to fully return from his broken right collarbone. Rodgers began practicing two Saturdays ago. Sunday in Carolina is the first game he is eligible to play in. Bonus basketball last night in Minneapolis. Ben gets Joel to pop out. Reddick gets the ball up top of Bede. Free ball by Embiid. Up and good. Joel Embiid knocks it out. And the Sixers are up by seven. A triple by JoJo. Tom McGinnis on Sixers Radio. Embiid scored seven of his 28 in OT to beat the T-Wolves 118-112, which means we get to hear from head coach Brett Brown. I think we're down nine with six minutes. And the fact that we found a way to stay together and grind out a win uh we needed that and it's, I'm, I'm glad for the guys his sixers had lost four straight lebron james a career high 17 assists plus 25 points and seven rebounds as his Cavs outscored the hawks 123 114 cleveland 
has now won 15 of 16. The Knicks outlasted the Lakers, 113-109 in overtime. The Nets held off the Wizards, 103-98. Phoenix losing its fourth straight, 99-92 in Sacramento. And the Spurs lost in Dallas, 95-89. But numbers don't matter when Kawhi Leonard makes his season debut. I thought he was wonderful. Greg Popovich didn't have Leonard for the first 27 games. as a tremendous. Quad injury. He had 13 points and six boards in 16 minutes on unofficial opening night in the NBA. College Hoops, number 15, Seton Hall beat St. Peter's 84-61. And number 25, Cincinnati stopped a two-game skid 65-50 over Mississippi State. And the Lightning blanked the Blues three-zip in a meeting of the NHL's top two teams. Guys? Pete Pilotti had a good idea. That's what we're going to do. Instead of finding that picture of signing a rundown, personalized video. So in the break, we'll just talk to him. I got his name. I got where he works. I got the whole thing. And that's what we'll do. He'll have that. That's, that's something that's even cooler than anything else, right? Hmm. And a signed picture. You okay. can have that. So that's what we'll do. In the break, we'll record that. All right. What do you think? Is that a good idea? Works for me. All right. does work for you. All right. Just make it sure. Works you're for very, me. Obviously, this is a, a what? thing for you. I mean, you don't like any of these ideas we're throwing around. You know, you're rolling Why your eyes at every suggestion. Why any of these ideas? One. You didn't like the one. rundown thing. I thought well, that was you, cool. Yeah, like there's been multiple. Yeah, there have been. There's been this one. There's been the rundown one. You don't like either one of them. <laughs> Tough to work with, man. I tell you. Whoever gets in this chair next, <laughs> watch out. Never mind. <laughs> It's going to be tough working next to this guy. Yeah. When he's in the Dominican Republic? Yeah, it'll be very difficult. Yeah. (laughs) I have a long reach, apparently. (laughs) Reach out and grab him. I'm I'm trying to become a better man, but, you know, still reach out and touch you from now on. And by the way, go to bettermanshow.com. You can watch all those meditations. We're going to show you how to become a better man. All all that. (laughs) Yeah. Mindful Dan. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Turns out we all could use a little Mindful Dan in our daily lives. Amen. <laughs> Why don't you use Mindful Dan around here? Uh, ask him. I mean, no, I'm asking you. <laughs> he doesn't pop up. Oh, he doesn't pop up. Day. They, I mean, talking work stress and all these things, yeah. and Mindful Dan pops up here, you're not using them. Well, he's, I don't understand he's, not, he's not quick enough. Yeah, Dan's only Just, mindful part time. Yeah. <laughs> he has a day job yeah. from like noon to three. <laughs> That's your ass. <laughs> I'm, I'm saving me. <laughs> so there was a day that we haven't gotten a co-host in when Brian's off. So there's three days next week where one of my best friends in mm-hmm. the business. He is my best friend in the business. Andrew Filipponi from Pittsburgh, who also does weekend shows here, he's going to come in. He's going to do three shows with me. The 28th, Bogus is off. And you're off. Yep. So I've been trying to sell our program director, Eric Spitz, on Mikey B doing the show with me that day. Okay. He is having none of it. <laughs> Why is that? None of it. Scared I don't, of my talent. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. What is up with that Mikey, Mikey B? A vast basketball knowledge. I mean, I'm I'm and I, it's I'm on not, your side, Mike. It's not one of these things where you know Mike expects to get show after show. Like Sean Marash, who produces the DA show, yeah, did a show. He's been on the air a lot, went over very very well, and he's going to get some opportunities, well deserved opportunities. So this is not one of those things, I don't think. Right now, he could impress, and who knows from there, you if he does know. really well. But I don't think Mike. I am speaking for you here. 
But I don't think that you expect a ton out of this. You just kind of want to do it because it's fun. No, I think it would be fun. We had a fun three years together. It would be a cool second-to-last show for me. I'd enjoy the experience. Yeah, I'd be all about it. Okay. But, I no, I wouldn't be then going, hey, Eric, uh, January 6th, there's an opening Saturday. Let me in. No, it would be more self-serving. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Right. But, I mean, I'd still be here. We'd still do a good show. You produce the show. I mean, we would put it together, and it would be fine. Oh yeah, I mean it would be it would be a it would be a talk show. Maybe I need to put a five minute demo together real quick after the show. Well, why don't you come into come into the studio now? That's what you do. What's our next topic? <laughs> Just come into the studio now. We'll, <laughs> I'll figure it out. We'll give you a little run through. Yeah, right. don't worry about the, the don't topic. See, Just yeah, get your ass Just in get in here. here. Matter of fact, you probably don't want to see what's on the rundown because you screwed up. George returns to Oklahoma City. George returns to Indiana. Yeah, that's a mistake. Just yeah. said that. <laughs> say it. Say it on air. What you just said to me. He said that's a mistake. No, that's not what he said. You missed what he mouthed after that. Oh, what did he mouth? Blank you? No. No. Yeah. No, I did. <laughs> now we were thinking that if they ever name in here, if they ever name a new show, yeah. whoever that is, that person could host with me that day, the twenty eighth, because the 29th is our last show together. So we we're thinking about that maybe. But we don't know. I like well, that idea, too. You do like that idea? Mm-hmm. I do. A lot. I mean, if it's second somewhat, to me. Okay. Second to you. All right. So, let's see. And, and you be the judge here, Brian. Okay. And be serious, like, all right? I'm always serious. No, no, no. Be serious this time. All right? <laughs> For real? All right. Let's see. Which one do I want to pick? I'll pick something that we've talked about, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't want to give you an NBA topic. I don't want to do that. So. Spelling bee? And we're not going to do that one. I have no chance. Either. <laughs> um, I'm just going to sit over here and, and pop some relief factor while you figure <laughs> out what you're going to ask him. How about that? Okay. Yeah, go for it. All right, you know what? We'll, we'll go back to the Open today okay. with Aaron Rodgers. All right. All right? So we'll go back to the Open. Mm. All right, here we go. All right. Good morning, Mike. How are you? I'm doing well, Greg. Yourself? I'm doing very well. <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers puts this Instagram post out there. <laughs> and it's him in the hospital bed. He's giving a thumbs up, and he talks about how he's medically cleared. We haven't heard anything from the Packers yet. But to me, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I do not come back. The team has a slim chance to go to the playoffs. They have to run the table. You know that these careers are so fragile. Heal. Come back next year. I know they could go on a magical run, but Mike, I'm not doing it if I'm Aaron Rodgers. Completely disagree. There are only so many chances you get to make a Super Bowl run. You're 7-6. and Hunley got them to a spot where they can potentially move forward. I say go play, run the table, Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. Our future guest, Will Brinson, will agree with me. Go for it. What do you mean he's going to agree? Would you listen to his podcast? I've listened to Will Brinson's podcast. He's going to come on the show and say the same thing. You're seven and six. You have an opportunity to run the table and get in the playoffs. And then you never know what happened. We saw what happened with the 2011 Giants who ran the table, made it to the Super Bowl. The Steelers did it four or five years prior. You get hot. Well, you none get, of those. Give, give me an example of one of those where a guy was out for multiple weeks, isn't 100% it doesn't, healthy. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, it Aaron, does matter. It does matter. It doesn't matter because Aaron Rodgers is the best player in the sport. You put the best player and not, in and the not sport And not at 100%. Back, and if he's the best player in the sport, he changes that much. So how come they've only gone to one Super Bowl? Well, that's a great point. They have only gone to one Super so Bowl. So he's going to change that much? The defense stinks. It's terrible. When he's in the game, it elevates the whole team, and they have an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. It's like taking LeBron away from the Cavs. They got to play the Panthers. They're gonna. They, they, they got to play the Vikings. They can win these games. They got to play they, the Lions. If they have Aaron Rodgers in the lineup, they can win any game. 
they, doesn't, that, they're it doesn't go, matter that they've gone to one Super Bowl in the past. They're going to go to Carolina and win? They can with him in there. No, no, are they going to do it? They Because they have to. Oh, and then yeah. they're going to go to Minnesota and win that game. They have a much better game. chance of winning these games with him than they well, do. Well, I mean, obviously. I mean, of so course. So then why not take the chance? Well, because you can get hurt. You can further hurt yourself with that shoulder. And then the next thing you know, he's out another seven or eight months when he had a 6% chance to make the playoffs. Or they win the games. They get a second Lombardi trophy with Aaron Rodgers. They win another Super Bowl. Six, the whole town's happy. 6% chance. 6% is a lot. No, it's not. 94%. Against six percent is not a lot. Yeah, but you know how these things work. You get the first win, the momentum builds, and the second win comes. And Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs, every team would be terrified to see him. I say take the chance. Of course, of course, he could get hurt. I'm not saying it's not impossible. He goes down, he gets a hit, the shoulder, boom, bad news. But what if the opposite happens? You win a Super Bowl, and you say, you know what? We're at week 15, and I'm not going to take a chance with Aaron Rodgers. Brian, what? can he do it? Can Mike do it? I was watching baseball winter meetings. I'm sorry. What did he say? You were supposed to help with this. I said help. Listen and give us an opinion on it. I was till I wasn't listening. Yeah. So no, you did well. You did oh, fine. Thanks, Uncle yes. BJ. I thought that the answer was going to be no because you tuned out. You did out. well. How did she- fine. Mm. Now get out of the studio. I don't like that answer. Why? He did well. You know he did fine. I know he did fine, but I I was in the middle of talking to him. I wasn't listening to it. You know, I was in the middle. Okay, well, I was in the middle of watching baseball winter meetings, and I I listened because I can multitask, and he did well. Pete, you think he could do this? I think he can. The first thing he did very well was come out with a different opinion. Yeah, thanks, Boo. You think he's good? Good enough, bogus? He could do it? What are you you eating, bogus? (laughs) Just curious. (laughs) May want some. And if we were doing the open together, question. I had to get gas this morning as well. And? You talked about how you had to get gas. And? But in New Jersey, they pumped it for me. Didn't have to get out of my car. Stayed warm. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. That's the one thing you got? Well, you had to pump your gas. <laughs> yeah, I know. They would have tied in the open it. together. No. <laughs> no yogurt. Let's let Pete come in here next. No. <laughs> Well, we can't. We can't have that. All right, get back in the well. control room. Golf right clap. That's the pros coming up. Golf clap. Way to go. You're, now the you're, real you're, question you're, you're is: Screw it up. Was our boss listening? Of course he was. He'll pretend that he wasn't. He was listening. Uh, that was it, fine. What does he have against Mikey B? It was a busy day. Huh? So it was a busy day. Oh, I didn't. I didn't get a chance. Was I had to go? I didn't hear it. Uh, yeah. He has some Belichick in him. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, a little Belichick. A little, I, didn't, I didn't hear So, What is it about? You're not going to do the show. So, yeah. You're not going to do the show. Yeah, for a couple of minutes, I think that was good. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. I think that <laughs> as the show goes on, of course, he's got to keep that that same right. passion and energy. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, for three hours. You have staying power, Mike? But we're, I do think... We're going to have like seven guests. I mean, the, 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 the Will Brinson thing was stupid. That was dumb. Didn't go over as well as I thought. That was not fun. No. Yeah, that was not fun nor funny. I don't know what Will's going to say. Brian, you weren't listening. so I was listening. But if you outside of that, right. the rest of it was very thank good. Thank you. Okay. There you go. You can't even get it out before you're saying thank you. Just let him get it out first. <laughs> Our chemistry, Outside, Brian, is so good. Uh, oh, yo, y'all, y'all have chemistry now. You spent two seconds in here with you. You got chemistry. Okay. You want my picks? Abbott and Costello all you of a sudden. Picks? No, we don't want your picks. All right, this has been uh, Mikey B. 
Central right now. And also, we have another Mikey B. Coup coming oh. up next. Did something very, very well. And what? something you're going to be extremely excited about. He produced us a guest we oh, never yeah. thought we were going to get on the show. Yep. We're coming right back. This is Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. And Trevor says, Brian, which one of your football coaches yelled at you the most? Oh, that's easy. Sign up to be an O Rewards member today and start earning instantly. O Rewards members earn $5 back for every 150 points you earn. It's fast, easy, and free. And only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. See store for details. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Hmm. Can I pick two? Sure. One is a father figure to me, my high school coach, and that's Jerry Lee. He was my baseball coach as well. And, uh, man, wow, legendary is dressing me down. And I deserved it. But uh, him and and Jim Haslett, uh, we had one incident. He and I, uh, we were playing the Bears. I'll never forget it. And played it. They still run on the goal line where it looks – to, to everyone involved, like it's going to be a run, and they sneak the uh, tight end out into the back corner of the end zone, and yeah, I fell for it. And uh, yeah, we had a little back and forth, let's just say, a little back and uh, forth, a little back and forth. You got to work time, barely, but yeah, okay, snuck one in. But we're still buddies till this day. I'm so su- those those two. Okay, I'm surprised that you didn't mention Jim Moore. Oh damn, yeah. Oh, I see. I forgot about he. he Ours was, it was actually, he got upset at me because I didn't reveal a little injury. It wasn't a big injury, a little injury to the trainer. I couldn't do a certain uh, exercise in the weight room. And then you don't tell him everything. You know, you're conditioned to fight on through it, but I couldn't do a particular exercise this this workout. And he goes and tells more and more, comes in, reads me the right eye. He did get on me one other time about some extra stretching. Back was a little tight. (laughs) <laughs> but other than that, we were cool. He didn't bother me. Well, you're so cool yeah. that he actually accepted the invitation to Gio and Jones. Finally. Finally. Mm-hmm. It's been, what, three years you've been trying to get Jim Moore on the show? <laughs> A couple of years, yeah. And he Two has gotten back there. to you every time every almost. Time. And he said no. Yeah. But for whatever reason, he's going to get up at... 5.30 in the morning wow. yeah. in California to do this yeah. because Mike guilted him into doing it. He Pretty said the, much. the show is not going to be around much longer. If you're going to do the show, you got to do it now. Brian would love to talk to you again. So mm-hmm. he's going to do it. We sucked. The second <laughs> half, we sucked. We did. Gave me one of the best compliments ever, man. He, he's, uh, he was a trip. He was, Which, what was the compliment? Uh, he just pointed out a couple players in the, in the, the meeting there and just said if he was in a dark alley. He'd want us on his oh, side. Oh, I like yeah, that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So. All right, that's good. Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna join us. And you feel good about that, Mike? This is a good one for you. Yeah, I feel really good about this one. And hopefully, yeah. he this was a bucket list. He, he won't come list. on and spread lies like Bruce Arians. Hopefully. Oh, oh yeah. With uh, what's Paul his Green. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul Green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bruce Arians came on and said because he was the tight end coach of. <laughs> What was that? Was that the Colts or was Saints. that the Saints? Saints. Tight end coach of the, yeah. the Saints, and he said that Paul Green used to work him over in practice. <laughs> Paul Green! Paul, man! Then we had Paul Green on, and he was amazing. Paul is 
outstanding. What a great interview that yeah. was. Yep. Lars Anderson. No, 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 no. Lars, what's up, man? That was Bruce's homeboy, Lars. <laughs> Lars, you're kind of late. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got this Thursday night game tomorrow night, and the Broncos are going to wear. So last week, the the Washington football team, they declined to wear the all-yellow uniforms. They didn't want to mm. do it. It looked ridiculous. Okay. So they wore all or red. red or crimson or whatever they call that. Color. Yeah, whatever the hell. Yeah. So Simeon and the Broncos, they're going to wear all orange. Okay. So Simeon was talking about it and said, uh, you know, we look ridiculous. I'm not crazy about them. <laughs> I think we look like human traffic cones out there. Um, but, you know, as long as, you know, there's, there's a time this year when I, they didn't give me a jersey in my locker. So, you know, I'll take it if they – as long as there's a jersey in my locker, I'm good. There you go. Yeah. As long as there's a jersey, no matter what the color. Yeah. Cone color, highlighter color, doesn't matter. Just give me a damn jersey. Yeah, I was going to say, if I didn't hear that at the end, just shut up, Trevor mm-hmm. Simeon, for crying out loud. You finally played a decent game last week. He was so bad. I don't. I cannot believe that he ended up playing as well as he did against the Jets Yeah. after how he played against the Dolphins. Well, maybe the Dolphins are just better now. Maybe they're going to. Who knows? Maybe that'll be the surprise team. Get into that AFC uh-huh. and go like, off. They, they sneaked in last year and lost to the the Steelers, so maybe they will. And, well, and yeah, good, they, to, good to hear some uh, some laughing there in Denver, right? I mean, it's been a rough rough stretch. Yeah, terrible. And they lost, what, eight in a row, nine in a row? It was so, yeah, they were eight just in a row, so bad. Yep. Absolutely terrible. Thank you to John Elway. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, thanks, John. Thanks, John. Yeah, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now we're saying the same stuff. See, that's chemistry. Yeah, Mike. You want to talk chemistry. Yeah. That Thank right there. Sentences. Yeah. That right. I'd like to start out this. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> he went from, like, uh, hero to goat pretty quick oh, yeah. there in Denver, didn't he? Calling his team soft. Soft. And he drafted pretty much everyone on the roster or signed them in free agency. So if you have not gotten enough Brian this morning, you can get more Brian right yeah. now. Yeah, Mikey B and I, we're gonna link up and do a radio tour. Uh, where you gonna? <laughs> what are you gonna be? Where are you gonna be? You got the I thing? I don't know. Oh, you got the schedule right uh, in front right of you. We're gonna be. Let's see. We're gonna be. We're gonna be in Cleveland, and we're gonna be in Florence. Well, I don't know if this is Florence, South Carolina, or Florence, the times. Alabama. There's only four of them. Give the times. Damn, you're just needy, aren't you? No, I'm just diligent. Nine o'clock in Cleveland. Okay. Uh, Florence, Alabama, or South Carolina. South Carolina. It's South Carolina. Well, yeah, the call-in number is an eight four three area code. And what okay, I did enough. It. I didn't say it was South Carolina. Damn it. What time is it? Nine ten. Milwaukee. Nine twenty. Uh, Phoenix. Damn, they getting up early. Nine thirty. Uh, and Topeka, where they stole my credit card, bought all them damn shoes. <laughs> 940. Uh, you going to tell that story on the air? Man, John, you need to get that fixed, though. <laughs> you should probably tell that story on the air. But I think I did the last time we were on. Did I share that with them that someone stole my credit card? I leave the studio now. I have no idea. You're a lot of help, you bastard. Thanks to Will Brinson, Mikey B, Petey Meats, Bogish, and Jockey Lone. We will talk to you tomorrow. Gio and Jones, CBS Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.